0: Is your business stuck in one spot, struggling to grow? Our 8-week Profit Business Accelerator at winningjim.com/grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host Tim Lyons in studio joined as always by randy angston what's up man yeah, how are we doing it starts all sultry
1: and then it gets a little faster oh, and faster hello. mix it up baby now we're mix into it, it now we're into it hard
0: yeah 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 just clean up this nice table look Ooh. at this thing shiny looks good looks good quick announcement for everybody just launched launch announced our next cla workshop so our automation workshop is a two dayer August 19th and 20th you'll hear us talking about that we do have a pay plan now 199 a week if that's uh, that's all it takes to get started and uh, you'll just join me and we'll build this thing out for you so if you're interested in learning what the hell Tim what is this automation workshop? Uh, get on a call at uh, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. There's a little button there that says CLA. Uh, Randy could go over it all with you. If you mm-hmm. if you know what it is and you're ready to get started, just to get registered for that, uh, it's uh, winninggym.com slash workshop. Yeah. Locking your spots. Um,
1: full transparency. We've got a busy rest of the year ahead of us. We're doing a lot of events. Tim's all over the place speaking. And so getting us to have two days where we can just dedicate to these build are going to be a little bit more seldom than we have in the past. So August, I don't know, one or two after that, probably for the rest of the year. So lock in your spot guys, there's no,
0: there's no reason not to have this tool in your, in your business. It's a great tool. Yeah. We use it every day and we're, we, we actually just rebuilt it for the new location. So we're excited about it. Some new, you know, tweaks in there and then we're just going to keep growing it. So also, uh, a couple small, smaller campaigns or or additional campaigns we're working on, um, you know, grand opening campaign. That'll be a new one that we, we can bolt into the CLA that we're actually building now. Mm -hmm. So I'm working with another uh, gym that's also doing a grand opening. So I'm just going to build it and share it and we'll, we'll, it'll be nice. It'll be good. Nice. Blow the doors off. That's the goal blow the doors off oh it's happening speaking of we just the guys are on site today they're uh they're boxing up the the native species of the plants on the the new project so that's (laughs) congratulations finally thank god we've got some movement so uh you know totally off topic but uh you know in arizona and probably other states too i would imagine definitely california you 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 have to hire a surveyor to come out so uh, you know that's called uh native resources is the kind of the contractor. And they go identify the the salvageable and non-salvageable native species on a land project. And then you have to box them up in place and you can't move them for three weeks. So in three weeks, we're we're just basically gonna have- A nursery. Trees boxed up, like kind of on the ground, like in place. And then we we move them into a nursery when you gotta like um, water them and stuff. Keep them alive, right? It's wild, yeah. It's you have to have a special permit. It's a whole thing. You can't touch you have To thing. have a special, yeah. That's a whole know. different level. Yeah.
1: Isn't it amazing?
0: I, I could write a book on, <laughs> on the contracting. You know, the building, and i and I may because there's probably some people interested in like what you know. I kind of want to do that. There you go. Uh, Lots, lot to share. <laughs> lot to share with that one. But uh, I, so this topic today kind of stems off of a past episode that we did with with Zach and, and you know what came up during that conversation was um, we were running into a problem with our coaches not being able to scale up or down or they didn't have like the toolbox of of exercises just in their head just to easily scale up or down. And in the past, we have had that where, you know, coaches were great. And, you know, as we're hiring new and there's some of them are greener, they, they just don't, they don't have that, you know, quick sure. uh, toolbox to just pull from. And so he was coming up, he, you know, he brought this up and was like, you know, I brought this up to, to Richie, which is another one of our coaches. What would you do? And basically the solution that he came up with was already a solution we had in place. And uh we stopped using it at some point and the problem re- re- reoccurred. Yeah, and that that's really what we're talking about in, in general today is is when you get away from a solution to something, the problem shows back up. Exactly. So so has this ever happened to you as a gym owner or a business owner? I don't I mean it could happen really anywhere. Sure. Uh, something's there's an issue in the, in the, in the business that, you know, something's not working right. Or, you know, you keep missing the boat on something or or you're losing clients for a specific reason or whatever it is. And you identify it as a team, or maybe you personally identify it and you create a solution and it solves the problem. And then months or years go by and the problem starts to show itself again. And you go back and investigate, why is this happening? And you come to realize that the solution isn't being used anymore, And that can happen for a lot of reasons. Uh, Staff turnover is the main reason where it just doesn't get pushed down to the new person. And, you know, all of a sudden it just kind of gets washed away Mm -hmm. or people get lazy and they stop doing the thing, and then all of a sudden, the problem reoccurs. Yeah, that's it's actually uh, that's really common with new hires
1: and systems in place with new employees. You know, you get away from the the things that we learned. Uh, you mentioned it in another podcast about doing something the wrong way for forty years or something. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like it, I mean, that's the truth of it. Like even as an employee, you might have an understanding of the job that you're doing, right? Like maybe you came from a different gym and you're training over here or um, a, a relative industry or business. But then you come over here and you start doing, you know, things that you learned from the past business or how you operate is different than the way that you had just learned. Mm-hmm. New businesses, it's all it's all over. I mean, that, that I would say probably 60, 90 days like there should be retrain, revisits, yeah. retrainings. Yeah, exactly. Just to make sure that
0: you're adhering to the standard of the business that you're in. Totally agree. And, and one of the one of the bigger problems, and this probably happens a lot, is where you get a new new employee. It comes in and maybe they're replacing somebody and, and that, that other person is kind of got two weeks left or whatever. And you, you don't train them no, like you normally would. And you just say, Hey, just shadow so-and-so yeah. and let them teach you everything. And so, uh, this was very funny because my dad was, isn't a new newcom- well newer, I mean, I guess he's been there for five years or so now, but he was telling me that all of the corporate training comes from one central hub and they don't allow employees to train employees. It always goes through this kind of central hub. And we do that here, but you know, sometimes, you know, it comes from Zach. So a lot of times, you know, he'll be busy and he'll push it off to somebody else to kind of shadow. And it just, and and it ends up, you really shoot yourself in the foot. Plain telephone. Exactly. (laughs) So some, some of things are missed or, or some employees doing it a certain way. It's not, not, you know, per the policy or the per the training and and it just gets lost in translation downhill. And so that's something um, that kind of hit, hit me when I was listening. I was like, this is, this is already solved. We did this. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and it's not just that it's, there's several things like, for example, um, you know, we were trying to, they were trying to solve the accountability part of, of the training clients not showing up for, for a session or if we haven't seen somebody in a while and, you know, some, you know, as we get busy, cause we're kind of still running with a, a limited staff, you know, for a while that, you know, like, oh, we can't get a hold of everybody all the time. I'm like, well, we solved this already with our, our accountability campaign. Automation. Automation. And, and, and the re- and I come to find out the reason we're not using it the way it was designed is because the coaches turned over and the voicemails that were on there were the old coaches. So we couldn't use it anymore. So instead of just re-recording a- and we just stopped using it. Yeah, and and, the, a, and then the problem comes back. And
1: that's a matter of, you know, like, it's, it's making a mountain out of a molehill type of thing, right? Like the problem just becomes way bigger than what it actually is. It was probably 15 minutes of somebody recording voicemail. Yeah. At most, it. right. That's it.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you remove that. The rest of it just doesn't. And it's do funny, it. right? But the problem comes back and you look at it yourself and you're like, well, we just solved this. We fixed this at one point, what's going on. And then you find out, well, we're not doing that anymore because of X, Y, Z. Attention, gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? And so this has probably happened to you at some point. So how how to solve this? This, you know, there's a lot of things you can, I mean, there's so many moving parts in a business Mm -hmm. regardless, but um, standard operating procedures, them SOPs, right? Having this standard process that this is the way you do it and you can, you can document it. We've done it a couple different ways. We we had a video library at one point and we've, we had it all in PDFs at another point, but now we're kind of in a portal and it's kind of got some trainings in there and some that are kind of done on the PowerPoint and anyways long story short it's all getting bundled up into one central hub and that's our training Mm -hmm. deal and because it can only be that way you can't have it fragmented you can't have you know this is the way I do it and this is the way he does it that can't be that way no
1: not for a a scalable no you know systems-based business and I mean, you know, there, there's probably the argument out there that it, it, it removes the personal touch or that. And yes, we get that. But at the same time, if the, the 99% has to be run on a system, you know, like the human element's still there. Yeah. The conversation's going to be somewhat unique in a way. I mean, everybody's got a different personality in the way that they. Carry information, but the things that are being said should be the same,
0: right? Your well, clients' you, you look expectations. At, you look at some of the most successful companies in yeah. the world, the McDonald's and Starbucks of the world, it's very, it's all systems. All of it. I mean, everything. And maybe that barista throws a little flair with the way they write your name on the cup, but that, like, it is. Like you're in line, you order this way, you go over here and stand here and you get your drink and you leave. Yeah. The recipes are all the same, the cups are all the same, the amounts are all the same, the prices are all the same. Where
1: the stuff is on the shelf is the same. Oh like I mean like their organizations like that are so fine tuned on their systems, yep. like way over the top to what we would think a normal business needs. Yeah. But that's what allows them to go
0: the same exact experience every single time you walk through the door. Yeah. And you look at them, and you'd probably say, "Well, they're pretty damn successful. So why aren't we doing that? Yeah. Right. Emulating that. Yeah. And, and so and so and it goes it goes to everything. So think about. In your gyms for for example, the way you market it and and that worked so so entrepreneurs and you guys are all guilty of this, and we've done it. I do it all the I time do it all the time where you do something and it works and you say, well, that was awesome. let's try to figure out a new way because that worked and that was too easy, so we don't want to do that again and you you go reinvent the wheel fifteen times to try to do your marketing. Thankfully, we were very cognizant of that a long time ago, and we just switched to a straight, you know, this is our play. Mm-hmm. And that's our trial, the, the two-week guarantee and the 99, whatever. That's our that's our play, and we don't mix and match the, the front-end offers anymore, and we don't do challenges anymore, and we don't do any of that stuff. It's a straight shot, boom, this is mm-hmm. the way we market. And it makes it really easy to scale. And it's very easy to track, and it's very easy to convert because it's all built on a system. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another example, I had a coaching, uh, call this morning with one of our past client, uh, he's an iron circle guy now. And he just, you know, he's like telling me, you know, he, he this is exactly the same thing we're talking about where they had a six week challenge and he's, he's going, they're into their last week and they're trying to convert people and nobody's converting. He's just like, I can't understand why nobody's converting this time. And as he dug into it, they have a portal where all their communications go. And it's like, these guys haven't been talked to at all in six weeks. Of course, they're not converting. Gotcha. The way they were converting last time is they were being held accountable. They've been talked to. So even guys in the Iron Circle, even myself, it happens to all of us. We're, we're, you, you fall apart on some level and then things don't work because I can guarantee it used to work. And that's why that that system was in place, mm-hmm. but the but the team didn't follow through, and then now the result is no conversions, and, yep. and, and it happens. And so, you know, we were talking about our our front end marketing for profit. And we're like, man, we're great on the back end. The bo- we call it the bottom of a funnel. We're we're great on you know just a straight shot right into our higher you know level coaching sure. and Iron Share. We're great there, but like, what about Uphill, what about the f- top of funnel? And we were like, Well, we're not running any we yeah, we, we're not running any ebooks was, or we're uh, not running any opt-in stuff, and we're not running any lead magnets. And we're like, Well, why not? And yeah, we're, and we're why like not? and we look at I don't I don't know. No we, we yeah, <laughs> and it was because we as we dug into it, we were you know, I think at one point the cost of the, the leads were getting too high, and we never went back and, and revamped either ebooks or or created new ones to to fill up the top of the funnel. And so we've recently just relaunched and, and kind of got back to that. So same, same thing, right? It's like we fixed the problem once, we yep. got away from it, and the problem comes back. And so anyways, that's a lesson learned for everybody just I'm, to be aware. I'm glad you brought that up, though, too, because there, there are different ways of, you know, the solution may still exist
1: or it had, or it already existed in your business. Get back to it. The solution may, maybe it never existed, right? You have a problem and then create that system but or that solution, but systematize it so when you know, that the problem starts to re-exist. You start to you know exactly why. It's because you got away from the solution. And, um, you know, and then sometimes it's just making a simple change or revamping or doing the simple thing, like the 15 minutes of voicemails and going back to the system.
0: Mm-hmm. But when you
1: have the systems, you need to use them.
0: The solutions, I should say. I've got a, another great example, and, and this is 100% because we haven't rehired the front de- desk team yet, but we had a really 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 good pre-qualification script when somebody would call in and they wouldn't get to the consultation unless they went through this pre-qualification script, which then, yeah, which would then weed them out and really just put only prime ready to buy people right in front of Zach. And it's, that's the reason it's, it's not working. But once we get back to the full staff again, we'll have that script back in place but that is a system that we solved that problem. The pro- so to kind of revamp kind of go backwards, the problem was we were getting unqualified or uncommitted people sitting down having consultations. Well, we, we needed to to basically weed them out yep. before they got in. And and this is when we were doing some like more calling like inbound style stuff where we're getting calls all the time, like Google Ads and stuff this would this would this would happen a lot. And so we created this. Pre-qualification script that we you know we give it we give out in the coaching and stuff, but basically it it takes away all of their objections before they come in. There you go, price objections gone, commitment of a of a term is gone, the I got to think about it is gone, and the, with the wife or spouse uh you know objection that's gone. All of those are gone through the, the script, and then by the time they sit down, they have no more excuses. Those are those are the four: price point, commitment. Uh, the, I got to think about it. And, and, you know, just kind of give you as how do you, how do you overcome the, I got to think about it before they got to think about it? Like, <laughs> like, how do you do that? Here, here's what you say. And this is a quick tip, a little pro tip. Ooh, the pro tip is this, you, you explain your prices and your commitment and everything, what you do. And then you tell them this, he says, oh, like Randy, so when you come in, we're going to, ha- we're going to ha- ask you to make a decision and you can say no, but either's okay. And, and we want you to make a decision at the time that you come in, whether or not you're going to, you're going to, you know, assuming the price is good and you like what you see, we're going to ask you to make a decision. And you could say no, uh, but we're going to ask you to make a decision. Is that okay? And they're say, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. So then when they, when they get there, they can't say, I got to think about it. Cause they they just, I'd rather have a no. A hundred percent. You're prequalling the, the decision, yeah. not that it's going to be a yes, necessarily. You're yeah. just getting
1: the fact of, Hey, once we provide you with all of the information, are you, are you able to make a decision from that? Yeah. I'm like it, it, that, to <laughs> me, I mean, even from a, from the client's end of things, like that makes their situation easier. Yep. You know what I mean? Cause one of the biggest things about sales is always the, you know, asking for the sale. Right? right. Are you comfortable enough to ask for the business?
0: If you can prequal that or if you can get that kind of if friction you, out of the way. If you could tell them we're going to ask gonna, you to join mm-hmm. and you can make a decision. But can you make a decision at the time? And no's OK, but we're not letting you walk out of here without making a decision. Making a uh, decision. Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And. I mean and again the the spouse one is like hey is there anybody else that's you know in yeah, detail, being- involved in the, de- in the decision making process so you get all that out of the way and when they finally show up you've got basically a slam dunk Basically a slam dunk. I mean, it's yours to lose. Absolutely.
1: And in those situations, I mean, you're you're removing the fluff of business, right? You're literally setting Zach up to do what Zach, I mean, he almost does become an order taker at that point, right? We've pre we've given them every opportunity to literally not come in. Yep. And those that show up, it's obvious that they're a little bit more committed, serious. And they close in 10 minutes. Absolutely. They're
0: 10 minute closes and it's easy. You know, you, you do that, and then you do the doctor. Uh, yeah, prescription clothes. Yeah, pre- yeah, the doctor visit close. You do that, and they're in and out in 10 minutes, full signups all the time. So I can't wait to get back to full blast staff. And the reason we haven't hired back, can't find any staff. I can't. We've I look- had ads out for two months for coaches. He's actually interviewing a coach in the other room, but the front desk, we can't get. We just can't get people that, one, show up for their interviews. That's one thing. How many times does that happen? You 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 get the resume, you call them, you pre-qualify them on the phone, and then they just they don't even show up. Stop doing that, guys. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening in this industry, Uh, you better uh, not be one of those people. Yeah. Well, I know why they're doing it, by the way. It's part of the requirements Requirements for for unemployment. unemployment. We all know that. But that's such
1: a you're you're hurting the businesses that are going to be paying your checks eventually. You know that, right?
0: Eventually, they're going to end up working somewhere.
1: Um, (laughs) That that is such a big problem. Staff is the coaching you know call today. It was it, That was an issue. Uh, one of the prospects that I talked to today, somebody who's interested in coaching, same, you know, another issue. Can't find staff? I can't find anybody. Like, I, not even qualified training, but any position within the business. Nobody wants to go
0: to work. It's, it's going to change here so soon enough. It's got to.
1: It has. Well, I mean, the states are trying to do some incentives to get people off their butts and get back into jobs and things like that. But that
0: alone, you know, that's a whole different conversation that's a whole nother podcast yeah (laughs) yeah, exactly anyway so this episode guys really to to make you aware of of when you solve a problem you know you systematize it make sure you get it written down or videoed or or this is the process a checklist whatever whatever your sop looks like and then follow it period just do the thing that works and uh if the problem arises most likely it's because somebody's not following the the process. Absolutely. You can take it one step further too. If there's things in your business that you're doing repetitively,
1: maybe it's not just putting out fires, but maybe it's, you know, the new hire paperwork or the new hire trainings, you know, systematize those things. These these are the systems we're talking about. But if you see yourself doing these more than once, you know, a month type of thing, like create that SOP, put that into something. Now it has value. It's an asset to the business as well. And that was a conversation that, you know, spawned from today as well.
0: SOPs was that must be the topic of the day. SOPs, yeah. Somebody said business was easy, right? Just go, just go open a gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are all, Which, this has nothing to do with training. None of this. This is just stuff like st- business stuff. This right? business stuff. Golly, man! If it was easy, everybody'd do it, I guess, huh?
1: No. It, well, I mean, that's, that brings up a good point though, too. It's not just client results. Like, if you want, if you want to stay worried about your clients' results, be a great trainer. Yeah, stay there. Stay there. Go work for someone else. Because once you get into opening a gym... Now you're a marketer. Now you're in charge of sales. Now you have to balance, you know, your your P&Ls matter. Like, if you don't know all of these things, that's
0: what you should be focused on. You're a business owner. You're not a trainer any longer. Yeah. Good point. All right, that's it for this show, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. See you, bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win.